Alright guys, welcome, 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 welcome to Kamisha Reviews. This is a special um, episode that I'm doing today out of my normal um, commentary that I do. But as you guys know, I have been touched by this story as of many of us have, um, whether we are bloggers or just people, you know, uh, who just really was touched by the story. And I've been covering it mostly on TikTok, but I reached out to a beautiful soul that I know. Miss Kyra from Ready to Love, a very astute individual who I've always respected and who's all supported me. And um, I wanted to pick that beautiful brain of hers about this topic, honestly, because I, I know a whole lot about, you know, my area of expertise, but this is out of my element. And a lot of us are really thinking, you know, emotionally about the situation. I'm just going to be honest about it. People may not like what I'm saying, but, you know, I think we are very emotionally attached to the story. And I just kind of wanted to hear um, you know, the other side of it, what's really happening. Like a lot of the comments people are being like, I want it right now, justice now. And yes, I feel the exact same way. But I was just thinking today, I was like, God, I just want to know what is happening, you know. But anyway, without further ado, I'm gonna break up the queen. Also, too, I added in the YouTube comments, there is like a question and answer portion they kind of added where if you want to um ask a question. You do the comments too, but there's a section where I can just look at your um, responses. And if you have a question for Kyra as well, um, I will have her links and everything that she wants uh, promoted or anything. And she's never even liked that, but I still, all right, I think I have her Instagram is already in her, is in the description. If you guys want to follow her, if you don't know her already from Ready to Love, welcome to the stage. Hey, how are you? Hello, hello. How are you, mama? Beautiful as always. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. I got y'all got the natural hair today, so hey. Oh, I love it. That is so pretty. Oh my god. Anyway, so let's. Um, hey, my cheese. How you doing? Sensual says in the chat. Uh, no, they did not set her up. One of the questions I did put like a poll on YouTube. I said, do you think they set her up? And Sensual two kiss says no. Uh, they did set her up. They plan to fight her. I don't believe they wanted to kill her. Kimachi says your hair is cute as well. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. So, so let's, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I'm gonna say, let's talk about that. But I'm a, I'm this I'm a I'm a gonna see if you're gonna ask that question first. So I definitely want to get into that. No, go ahead. I wanted to reply wanted you to reply to since you will uh to kiss right there. Start out there. Yeah. So first I want to start off by saying thank you guys for joining me. This is a very unfortunate conversation. Um, but there is a lot of questions um and some rumors around um Shanquilla's murder. And so I definitely think that it's great that we talk about it. And also I want to clarify that I am not a criminal attorney. I do not work for the feds and I do not practice in Mexico. So I am bringing information from my own expertise as an attorney to kind of just shed some light um, from my knowledge to try to bridge the common everyday knowledge with what I know as a practicing attorney. 
So um, to dig into the first question about them planning to set her up. So I do not believe that they had the intent to kill her. But when it comes to an attack and, an, and a fight, especially when I've looked under um, homicide laws in Mexico, particularly this one was ruled as a femicide, which is an attack um, and murder against a woman because she is a female. Um, it sheds light that the intent is not is not relevant. It doesn't matter that she only meant to fight her and not um, kill her. The fact that she did, in fact, kill her um, is what is going to bring about the charges um, that we're looking at for femicide. Now, for the others that were involved in the ideas of conspiracy, again, since there was not the intent to kill her, my question is, did they have the intent to really to set her up so that um, the lady, I think her last name is Jackson, mm -hmm. did actually fight her? So if they did, let's say if this happened in the U.S., if you did have conspiracy to set somewhat, someone up to be attacked, and they did die in the commission of that in an attack, depending on the level of it, could be ruled a felony and someone dies during that, then that's what's called a felony murder. Now, I did not see anything specifically under Mexico's law that could tie conspiracy to the assault to then felony murder. Um, but in the U.S., if that were to occur here, then that then they could be brought um, under charges because of, of their connection with trying to set her up to at least be attacked. Um, one of the other things that have been coming out um, everywhere, the parents are talking, of course, they're anguished and things of that nature, and they're just confusion. And honestly, they don't have a lot of information. That mm -hmm. is a big thing I wanted to ask you about. And I, and I, you know, because even myself, when the mother says, um, no, we don't know anything, because recently there was this allegation that uh, one of the um, Dejanae Jackson had been arrested. Right. I said, I didn't see anything in America about that, but overseas there was some reporter in Mexico that that has been taken down since then that reported it that uh, she was arrested, and then they went live on YouTube about it. And I kept on saying I don't see anything, but this mm -hmm. is what other people are saying because I just said I didn't see anything in the U.S. Yahoo reported it, but only because they got it from that same publication, and that's the only people I've seen reported. So, what is your take on that as far as? Um, First of all, the allegations of the arrest and it didn't happen is it because we're forcing it or they're saying something and then the family not knowing much information. So first addressing has there been an arrest made? There are two things that make me believe that an arrest has not been made. One of the things is that typically um, how the process goes when there is a crime that's committed in a, another country and the person that committed it lives in a different country, i.e. Mexico and the U.S., there is a international... Um, for lack of better terms, communicator called Interpol, who assists with that extradition, extradition of the person who is the arrest warrant is made for, which in this case we're alleging is Miss Jackson, but they're not really releasing her name to public knowledge. So when I've checked Interpol, I do not, and I checked it as recent as a few minutes before we got on this, um, this youth, this Zoom, I don't know how you do it, <laughs> in different places. <laughs> um, I did not see her name on there. And I know some people are wondering, well, how long? Typically, Interpol will take about 30 days. Um, and Interpol, you'll see, you can go on there. It's public information is, is open to the public. And you can see who are international fugitives, who are wanted internationally. And again, Interpol will play 
a neutral role and trying to get that person back to the initial country that is has that um, arrest warrant. So one, I do not see her name on Interpol's most wanted, or not most wanted, Interpol's wanted list. Number two, when I was listening to and reading some um, articles from an FBI um, investigator, the words that they used were that there is still an on that there is an ongoing investigation. So for them to say that there is an ongoing investigation, what their role is, is to review the arrest warrant and see if there is correct basis for this, um, for the initial arrest warrant for the extradition to take place. And if they're saying that it's still ongoing, then I do not believe that an arrest has actually been made. Mm, interesting. The family not knowing anything, is that normal? So... Let's look at it when it's local. When it's local or even international, when a state, a county, a, an agency of that sort is bringing on charges, they're not bringing on charges to represent the family. They're mm -hmm. representing the people of that, like if it's the state of Texas versus someone, um, it's the, the, the district attorney is representing the people of the state of Texas, not the individual who was murdered or the family of that individual. So they do not have a direct obligation to keep the family involved. However, you'll often have a lead detective or a, someone from the district attorney's office who does take on that role and will keep the family in, um, up to date. With this particular matter, because there are so many different agencies at play, the FBI, Interpol, Mexico, um, and th their agencies over there, it's probably going to be very hard um, for the family to stay abreast as to what's going on. So I'm hopeful that they do have an attorney that's working with them to take the lead and be the ones to proactively reach out to these agencies to make sure that they're, you know, being um, informed of what's going on. Because if they're if they're not and they don't have someone to take on that role, then I'm afraid that they probably will be a little bit um, behind and finding out some of the information just because you have so many different hands at play. Unless. If there is, like I say, someone who works for Interpol or that is designated for that role, but I don't really know if, if that there is. Mm. Now, the, also the lift. Now, um, I'm talking about this a little bit behind the scenes, but I know this happened about a month ago to date. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably to our to everyone else's, it's like taking forever to mm -hmm. see anything. There's not an arrest. There's not any. Because it's like, let me put yeah. it this way. There's a video out there and the mother is even saying, or people are identifying as her, but not even that her mother's even saying this is my child. So mm -hmm. there's been a video out there. Why isn't there any escalation where something is happening? Maybe not it's solved, but somebody's arrested or suspect name, something. Correct. So with it already being so public, um, I'm sure that there are going to be some facts as far as who the suspects are exactly that they're not going to want to be public knowledge. Um, but as far as the length of time for justice, and I think I mentioned this earlier, we can look at, and I'm, forgive me if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, but I, Tatiana Jefferson out of Dallas who died in 2019, her hearing for the officer who was on duty at that time who murdered her just started this week. And that murder took place in 2019. Wow. So I'm just using that as a reference to say that I know that we would like for justice to be swift, but oftentimes it's not. And unfortunately, with this being an international case, I just want to prepare everyone to be patient because it's going to take some time. As I mentioned earlier, Interpol hasn't even um, 
even though the arrest warrant has been issued by Mexico. And we do have a treaty between the U.S. and Mexico to kind of facilitate in these cases. The purpose of the treaty, I think it was um, updated in 98 by Bill Clinton so that we are aware of what their laws are so that we don't have to take time trying to see what their laws are, see what their cause of action, what the process looks like to see if we're actually going to extradite someone to their country. We kind of have a treaty in place to kind of expedite um, that process, but it still takes time and we still have to kind of go through the process for like, you know, I just hate to keep using that word, especially with, with regards to justice, but it is a process. And as of now, I believe since the arrest warrant was issued around November 23rd, um, like I said, Interpol typically takes about 30 days to review the arrest, the charges, the evidence and whatnot. And then they'll put that what's, um, give what's called a red notice, which alerts other countries um, in addition to whatever direct contacts have been made that there is an arrest warrant for this person and to try to assist in facilitating um, that person may extradite it. The extradition process, I'm completely, you know, lost on that because speaking of the, I mean, I'm sorry, speaking of the fact that the crime was committed on their soil. Right. So is that, is that why there's a difference? If it was committed in U.S., like say if it was committed oh. in Los Angeles, would there be a, a faster or would it be the same? No, it would be much faster. Okay. Even though, you know, let's say, because um, they lived in North Carolina, but the crime happened in, um, in California or, no, I'm saying if it happened oh, in yeah. your territory, gotcha. then our law is typically already the same. And so to extradite someone from one state to another is a much quicker process versus extraditing someone from one country to another. I know typically the only times that an, um, an extradition or an arrest warrant from another country is kind of questioned or the, uh, the U.S. is hesitant to give over um, a U.S. citizen is if we know that that country practices in um, extreme torture or that they have kind of outlandish um, death penalty laws. But I believe that Mexico no longer has um, capital punishment, and I don't know of them to have any extreme um, torture um, punishment. So I don't, I don't foresee it being um, kind of drug out longer than it needs to be. But it, again, it's international, so it's going to take some time. Now, in the beginning, we talked about the fact that um, there's the questions about the her being set up. Um, would the medical um, facility be liable for anything because of the fact of, and I'm not a, a physician, I'm going to say this before, preface it before I say that. Mm -hmm. um, they they said that they went by what she said. The, the young lady, I think her name was Winter. They went by literally what she said, allegedly, I'm going to say that too, um, that she said, no, 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 it's alcohol poisoning, um, persisted that they don't take her to a hospital. Why would a medical you know, professional, like say, you know what, I understand what you're saying, but since I'm in this field, I'm going to go ahead and be safe and be sorry and take the person to the hospital. So typically I would say that they should rely on their own, you know, knowledge. Mm -hmm. However, they don't have, in that moment, you don't have the tools to be able to do an x-ray scan or test someone's blood on the moment or things like that. So they are observing the person's physical body and they're taking into account who they're believing are nearby witnesses that can attest to why this person is in that state. So it would come down to, I don't believe that they would really face any liability um, and exacerbating or saying that their lack of 
um, taking her to the hospital would have um, prevented her from dying, mm. especially if they're saying that the cause of it was uh, injury to her spinal cord and injury to the vertebrae. I don't really foresee that them having taken her to the hospital at that moment or them having a claim of negligence um, okay. would have attributed to her passing. Because it was uh, 15 minutes. Right. Right. So that's such a quick time. So exactly. I guess I can understand what you're saying with that. It, the time was really quick. So really nothing they would have done may have done anything to save her, unfortunately. So it's a lot of gaps in between of this alleged um, attack and then this, when the facilities came. So there's no telling how long she was laying there. Now the situation with um, the young man, I think his name, uh, Nazir, he allegedly, um, they were coming after him. There was a report saying they allegedly picked him up. I didn't see anything about it. And I forgot to about that, but it said Nazir was picked up because he uh, says he didn't, he wasn't there. And I guess her best friend Khalil told the mom, called the mom and said, you know, um, she had been deceased and, and had lied. And that was her best friend. Mm -hmm. I just think it's odd because that was her best friend and the other girls. I think she went to school with one of them, but they weren't really, like I guess you would say an acquaintance, not really. Oh, right. And so it just, it, it, I'm trying to understand, you know, I try to put the logic together where some kind of, even if it's bad, there's always like a, a, a beginning to end. It's always something you can right. tie it together. I don't see it here. Like I can't. I. What, what do you think about that? As far as this whole story, it just seems like a nightmare. Honestly, I know it is for the family, but yeah, no. I feel like at this point there have been too many lies told mm. that it's you. You can't put a truth. You can't make a story out of a whole bunch of lies. I mean, you can make a story that don't make sense out of lies, mm. but to try to get to what actually happened when there's so much, so many different lies, so many trying to cover, you know, their tale or whatever the case may be that I feel like it's going to be a matter of coming down to probably looking at telephones. I know we've seen a snippet of the altercation or the, not even altercation, the brutal attack on her. Um, but I wonder if there is a portion of that video that shows up until if she went, if she became non-responsive, because oh. if there's not, then just thinking hypothetically from what her potential defense could be. Well, I attacked her, but when I was attacking her, she was still moving around. Mm. And then did somebody else in the room come in and start fighting her too? So, okay. okay, go ahead. I'm not saying that that could happen, but from a defense standpoint, I, I would hope that there is something that can either from, I mean, and we can obviously draw mm. circumstantial evidence. Um, if there's nothing else that directly shows, of course, but I just would, there are so many lies, um, and I'm just hopeful that we can either show that this person who initiated this attack, that she is the one that is, in fact, responsible. I don't see her getting off by any means, um, but as far as pulling in other individuals who were present, I know I was talking to someone about a duty of rescue. If you're present, you, you could even see somebody getting attacked. You legally do not have an obligation to assist or help that person. I know that what? that sounds crazy. Mm -hmm. um, but it's called a duty of rescue, which unless you're like a um, paramedic or someone that is of that profession, that is of the, that has a duty of care to the people. But if you're an average everyday person, you do not have a duty of care to someone. So unfortunately for them to just be standing there and not do anything, they did not break any laws by just observing. Okay. Uh, somebody said, I think one of them is going to spill it all. I would hope so. I certainly I, would hope so. Wow. 
Uh, I don't know. To, to me, everybody being so tight-lipped, and to me, do you feel like they've had enough time to get the stories together? Since allegedly no one's been arrested, um, we don't know if anybody has been pulled to the uh, pulled to the office, uh, uh, you know, been questioning or whatever. So it seems like to me, if that's the case, they all can come come together with some kind of story and be on point. Correct. But if you did not, let's say you were the person that sat there and observed and you did not do anything, then you legally did not break any laws. So what are you being tight-lipped for? You did not do anything wrong, so, you know, that you need to protect yourself for. So I'm hoping that um, the investigators or whoever can wear on their conscience and their goodwill and get them and get one of them to crack. Because if you don't have, if you did not do anything wrong, then there is no reason for you to be tight-lipped when this other person, whoever it was, did in fact attack and cause the death of another individual. The people holding the camera, what mm -hmm. do you think uh, about them being liable? Um, people feel they're just as guilty, especially the one that was yelling fight, or I'm sorry, fight quill, or all that mess, you know, um, holding the camera and recording the whole thing. So that's what I was kind of bringing up with the um, duty to rescue. You, they don't have, they don't have any liability. You can sit there and observe someone getting attacked, and you do not have a duty to rescue them or to administer 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 them aid, unless that is your profession, such as a police officer, a paramedic, firefighter, or something to that nature. But if you do not have a profession that requires that of you, then you do not have a requirement to administer aid to someone. And for the guy who told her to fight back, um. Unfortunately, he did not break any laws um, in, in doing so or in making that statement or in, in standing there and recording it. I know that we hate that he did record it, but I'm actually glad that he recorded it because but for that video, who knows what what justice or where we will be in, in the situation. Wow. Demita uh, says too many of them involved and they are not that smart. They're not that smart because they shouldn't have recorded it in the first place. But since they did... Thank you for the evidence, um, but no, I just, exactly. I, just, I don't understand why people commit crimes and record it. But um, I really, I really do hope that one of them again. If you, if one of like I say, one of them who was standing there and observed it did not commit a crime by observing. Now, unless they had a hand in setting her up or being like, hey, I, unless they were like, hey, I opened the door and that she came, and I'm the one that allowed her to come in to attack her. Now you actually have a hand in the situation. But if you were not involved in any way, then you do not have any reason to protect yourself um, or, as they say, plead the fifth. So I would hope that, like, again, one of them has enough goodwill and enough heart to just tell the truth. But, okay, well, you know, there's a lot of circumstantial where it's like she, they left and went home and she passed Uh the, that time period, like when they left out of there, was she gone? You know, that kind of thing. It's gonna, it's, I'm sure it's going to all uh, come out by the evidence and the time and everything. Um, so if they were there and she passed and the entire group was there, that means you knew someone was no longer living and you did nothing. There's nothing criminal with that? If they Seriously? Why? It's a, it's a duty to rescue. If I didn't, if I don't, I know we as individuals do not have a duty to rescue. Now, oh we would hope that it's good people that we would but there is no duty to rescue unless again you are of one of those professions where it is a requirement of yours because of your job 
But just as an average everyday person, if I walk past the street and I see somebody bleeding out, I don't have any obligation to assist them. <sighs> I know that that sounds crazy, but we we just we don't. So if you know if a criminal act has happened and you say nothing, are you still you're you're not going to get liable for? I'm sorry, you're not going to be in trouble for that. If now they could possibly subpoena you. Okay. And if you perjure yourself on the stand or mm -hmm. in your testimony, that's a different thing. Um, but as far as if you know of something and you're not called to testify about it, then no. But if they do subpoena you to testify and you perjure yourself, then you can definitely face um, liability and consequences thereafter. That is insane to me. I had no clue. I had no clue. Cause so everyone is thinking that everybody that was there is going to be prosecuted. From yeah. what you're saying, everybody's not going to be prosecuted except for the people that actually put their hands on them, which allegedly is two people. But everyone who recorded it, everyone who left or knew about it, they'll be probably suspended. I'm sorry, subpoenaed. But that's about as far as they'll go. Unless you can, like I say, unless you could show that um, someone opened the door and let her in knowing that she was going to attack her, not kill her, because that we don't believe that that was the intent. Mm -hmm. But if I opened the door knowing that she was coming in to attack her, then I have a hand in it. But if I just walked in behind to observe the fight, no. Hmm. And I think because we're looking at the fact that they know each other and they have a close relationship. Because let's say hypothetically, it was a fight that happened out on the street. Okay. And unfortunately, somebody passed as a result of that fight. And I left from the scene. And I don't say anything to nobody. I saw it. I was there and I witnessed it. But there's no liability extended to me. That is just crazy. That is crazy. I don't know. Just, it's just, I don't know. It, 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 I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm baffled about it a bit. Um, the information. I just really didn't know. I'm sure it's not just me that feels that way. I really had no idea. But I mean, it's good to know the information because um, that's what everyone is actually are looking at. Like Demetrius says, yes, some parts are moral and only a few parts are criminal. Because mm -hmm. even when I was reading a statement that the prosecutor in Mexico said, he said that this is a matter of an attack from one American on another American. So it seems like from the beginning of this um, criminal investigation, even though they've seen the video, they're not viewing any criminal charges against the other people, even though I know that for us, it's heartbreaking to think that how could you be a friend or even an associate or heck, even just know somebody barely and allow this to transpire in front of you. But um, even the, like I said, the prosecutor did make a statement to say that this is about an attack by one American on another American on, on our land. Wow. So with that being said, um, they okay, if they are prosecuted over there, mm -hmm. do you think the crime will be heavier than it would be in the U.S.? Girl, I just want to go to no jail in Mexico. Hell <laughs> 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 no. I'm not even trying to be funny, but no, ma'am, mm. I wouldn't. Heck no. 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 Jail over there, yes, is the, the circumstances are worse than they would be here. Um, so, and I do know, like, also, let's say they are charged there. The only charges criminally that could even occur in the U.S. is a civil matter if they were to sue her family um, or sue her by way of her family um, for civil charges for the attack 
and for the loss of life. But that would be a civil matter, which happens from civilian to civilian. It is not a criminal matter um, on that side. But that could um, take place in a, in a U.S. court. But again, the criminal charges are all going to occur in Mexico. Mm. So they're going to have hell and hot water over there. I was Man, I'm there. not trying to go much. <laughs> Man, man. Mm -hmm. so I just feel bad for the family, the brothers, the parents. They just they only no they're only no not the only child, but it just seemed like they just are um really, really struggling with this. I mean, I'm a mother too, and Absolutely. I just I couldn't uh, imagine it's so public about Absolutely. everything. It's so public. And you know, I hate that the um that they the part that I hate the most is that they left Mexico in the first place. Who you talking about? Oh, the, the friends were oh, okay, able okay, okay. to leave Mexico in the first place. If and I'm I, I don't know again because it seems like they had just gotten there, or at least she had just gotten there the day before, and maybe another friend had just gotten there, and then they left like immediately right after or the next day or, or however it was. But I really wish that. Um, and again, I don't know what information was given to the police officers. Um, I know with medical care, they were told that it was um, alcohol poisoning. But I wish that there was something where it required that if there is an incident, that there is some investigation before you are able to leave. At least some type of, you know, blood exam or something, you know, because if it was if it was alcohol poisoning, then they would have been able to easily test that. Yeah. Um, so I just wish that there was something that held them there for them to have enough time to better investigate, investigate, because if so, then we would not be facing the situation that we are now with now having to add time on top of it with getting this um getting them extradited back over there. That's interesting that you say that because there's a lot of evidence in DNA um that was fresh and right at that moment. Um maybe that facility as far as the law, the, the even the medical facility really wasn't um equipped for this type of situation. Mm -hmm. And being that it's Cabo, that area probably is, and this is not being an excuse for anything at all, but no, no, they, probably, they probably are very much used to people having alcohol poisoning or over drinking. I mean, it's known right. that they it up. Right. I mean, people will be falling out. And that's what their medical facility is known for. And most of the time they sleep it off or whatever, you know, the next day. So they probably thought it was the same exact case. So I'm like you, I wish they would have dug deeper. Um, not listening to what, uh, I guess, like allegedly Winter said and took her to a facility. She may not have made it, but I just think it would have made a drastic uh, difference. Uh, Welcome JC says, I don't know if you mentioned this before, but can the other people be charged for mm -hmm. being an accessory? Yes, she did talk about this earlier. Accessory to, to the crime, excuse me. She did speak about yeah. that. Yeah, no, um, unless you can show that someone was an accessory by, again, knowing that she was going to attack this young lady and allowing her to come into the room to do so or something to that nature. Um, but outside of that and outside of knowledge of someone, again, somehow being involved to set up the fight, but just them observing, then they are not accessories to the crime because they did not actually perpetuate the crime. Um, and then also, Kamisha, to your point with regards to wishing that the medical um, providers would have done more, we also have to take into account that the way that we do things here in the U.S. and the facilities and the equipment that we have access to, other places do not. I have a friend that um, had an ATV situation and had to go to the hospital in Mexico for something. It was a different experience. So to get oh. stitches um, from having gotten banged up, having fallen off the ATV. Oh 
So how they do things over there are very different from how we do it. And just the skill and the technology and things that we have here, every, every other countries do not have that. No, no, no. I do understand that. I grew, I mean, uh, I'm a military brat, so I... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I, <laughs> I know you know that. <laughs> I spent three years in the Philippines, and I've been to different hospitals, and I know that it, it is a complete... It's different, like night and day. So I do do understand that, but I, when yeah. I say that, if you don't know something, especially in that type of field, you just double-check because you don't yeah. know. That's what I mean Absolutely. by that. And I get, I, I'm pretty sure they did not have the equipment, like you were saying as well, but just, you know, I don't know. I don't know the circumstances, who were there, how much knowledge that person had. I don't know if it was a nurse, a, who knows, it could be a training. I, I, I don't know. But um, it's just unfortunate because if the, uh, the, the two people who actually allegedly committed the crime are the ones saying, can you treat her here? I mean, it just it just looks really sour to me. Like, it's really- And I can bet you that coming into that situation at that time, if you're saying, oh, this is my friend, this is my friend, I don't know what's going on, we were drinking, I can guarantee you that they were relying more on their statements than thinking that it was something different than what they were presenting at that time. Mm, right. Because you say, hey, these are, this is my friend, this is my friend, I don't know what's wrong, you know, we were out drinking or we were drinking and this, 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 and she's not responding. So you... Again, looking at her physical nature, they may not have had much to go off of right. and trusting that these were people that were her friends and cared for her and had been with her and knew what, you know, she had been involved with and had been involved with. They probably the first thought isn't, oh, they're lying. Let me not believe them and just do, you know, whatever right. type of exam I can at this time, especially with her not being responsive to be able to say, I don't, cause I don't think she was really responsive at that time. Right. No, no, no. She wasn't responsive. She was not. Uh, right. She wasn't saying anything. And it, 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 right. It was, right. Her head was like lumped over. So, you know, like it was, right. it's pretty bad. Oof. Right. Um. So and there's no way for you to know, you know, like, oh, OK, it's her spine or this that, and the third. So it's just really unfortunate that they were able to play it like they did. Mm. Well, I guess, look, to be honest, at this point, I really would like for the family to have closure. I think we all do. Whoever is the one that physically did it. The thing of it is, even though the others won't be prosecuted by law, they've been prosecuted by social media and the world. Mm -hmm. Like, they're piranhas to the world. Like, I, I wouldn't even want to use their names on anything because the people have, like, brought... They've doxed them on every social media to their addresses, to where they work, down to their social security. It's everywhere because they're so angry. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're not prosecuted. Like, they're pretty much ruined for a very, very long time. I don't know how they're going to be able to work. Is this going to affect them getting a job? I just wanted to, I just thought about that. I'm sure it would. Um, I mean, most states are at will states, so they don't have to hire you. And mm. if, if you do work somewhere and you are the one, you can be fired for no causes at will. They don't have to have a reason to fire you. But even if you being hired, there is a distraction or is causing unnecessary attention because of your own personal matters, then no. So... I mean, they can find something to do as an option. Oh, wow. But, but I, what I really hope is that I know sometimes because so much happens that we move past events okay. um, and that we forget or we'll always, you know, remember the victim or the particular person um, such as Miss Jackson who attacked her, you know, was a primary attacker. But I really hope <laughs> that we do not forget those that, again, were just standing there and did, and did absolutely nothing. 
Oh, I love that because that's my fear what's going to end up happening. Um, the two that are probably ended up, like you say, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, we'll see on the court. But the others, um, nothing will happen to. Well, in life, like you said, I think that it'll be hard for them to work. They will have to literally change their look. I don't know how they're going to make it because if you type their names, any of their names of, of, of those people, it comes, up. it comes up in like the most negative way. It's like really, really bad. It should, yeah. And even something their backgrounds coming out, like people are coming out in the real world saying this happened to me with them. So right now, I did not see that. Yeah, like what I think Khalil, someone said that that a woman said he attacked her. I saw on Facebook recently. So a lot of a lot of stuff is happening to them really bad. So that's why they're all hiding. I don't yeah. think because of the fact they're worried about being prosecuted. Um, they're hiding because oh heck yes, absolutely yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They can't really do anything about it, though, right? If they want to try to say um, to, say, for they get fired or they don't get hired somewhere. They yeah. want anything to stand on that if they try to sue. Because, I mean, yeah. they have the bread and butter. They may try to come out and say, I was wrong. I was never prosecuted. I'm yeah. not guilty. Um, can I try to, you know, sue to get my job back or try to, this person won't hire me because of what happened with Shaniquella. Would they have, because they're going to try that. If they had nothing else. You can really only sue for discrimination based on one of the protected classes, which is like gender, race, age, um, gender, race, age, ethnicity, disability, things like that. But to 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 sue for this because you got fired or you did not get hired, no, because again, most places are at will. And even if you were performing properly and say I was doing a great job, well, you working there is a distraction, and so unfortunately, we have to let you go. Mm. Period. Demita Joe says, uh, "Who was who would do better with any of them? They're not trustworthy. Mm. They're not going to be. They're not going to trust them with anything, anything at all. No. So, what do you think is going to? What's going to? Right now, at the moment where we are, really and truly, I feel like it's a. a I want to say a standstill. Does it mean that the wheels of the law are actually probably just working? And we yes, I'm like it's not a standstill because when you say when I often when I think of the word standstill, I think of no momentum or no action happening." It's not that there's no action happening. It's just that we're not seeing it. So we have to wait for, I hate to use this word, the powers that be. But again, the FBI, Interpol, and Mexico, again, Mexico has done their part for right now by issuing the warrant. I'm sure that they're in communication with the FBI. And Interpol is playing a neutral party um, and communicating between the two to move this forward. Um, so even though we're not seeing the results that we want, does not mean that action is not occurring. Wow. I have got a lot of knowledge today, y'all. I mean, I really had like just a lot to think about. I'm going to actually go, this is what I want to talk to you about. Some things that Kyra said that we were debating about on the same with my family members so and they're watching too. So um, thank you for coming on, Mama. This was amazing. Um, I respect you so much and you know I do. Um, you took time out to give us some information that a lot of us really needed to know. And I wanted to also put it out there, the information, because the fact that um, it's a lot of bad information coming out. Um, yeah. I wanted to make sure that as a blogger, yeah. I'm being informative and also not just with the commentary or the rumors, but with the facts as well. So it was, long ago, the, it was something as heavy as this. There are going to be a lot of rumors that are circulating. So I just encourage people to do their due diligence and not just seeing clickbait or seeing an article and believing that it is accurate. 
like do some actual digging around and seeing if multiple sources are saying the same thing. Is this coming from an FBI um, representative or is this just an article and who are, who are they citing where this is coming from? Who are their sources? Um, just be wary of the information that you're getting related to this case because it is so controversial and because it is definitely click worthy. Just want to make sure that you're getting accurate information and not just whatever someone is wanting to put out. Love it, love it. Um, everybody, please make sure you follow Kyra. Actually, Demita <laughs> Joe just put her IG. Um, Thank you. It's also in the description as well, and I will also be sharing it on my community too, well, on YouTube. Um, shout out to everybody who is on Twitter, Twitch, on Facebook, Facebook group. Um, hi everybody. I'm happy you got took some time out to join Commission Reviews. Um, I'll be back for more commentary. Also, you know, too, we got ready to love coming up. Uh, very, very soon in January. So I'm excited about that. And I hopefully will have some things coming up with that uh, surprise as well if I get chosen. So yes, ma'am, go ahead, mama. Sorry, one last thing. So <laughs> if you like this conversation, I actually will, I don't know, Commissioner, you know that I had the podcast before called Above the Bar. Yes. Where me and my friend were both attorneys. Y'all know attorneys like to drink. So it was a play on always drinking myself above the bar, but also being attorneys past the bar, we would talk about current events such as this from a legal perspective to tie the dots of the knowledge that we have as attorneys to just what the average everyday person is perceiving of the situation. So that will be back next year. Um, we're launching it looking at February. So definitely be sure to follow my Instagram to keep tabs on when that lovely and fun, but informative podcast will be back. Yes. And it's so cute. They do. It's really a cute podcast. So I'll be sharing that as well. Like, I do all of their stuff whenever once you do. So, once again, guys, thank you for stopping by, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.